Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for blood round. It's time, it's time for blood round. Kevin grew a breast. Heavily invested. Tommy did the same, so they have similar perspectives. The knowledge is extensive. Go ahead and mail the questions. It's blood round of best web wrestling presents. Collectively, they bless your ears each week with the podcast. But they write, share, post, tweet. Not a place you can go to hear about a touchdown or field goal or home run, but you can hear about No jump shots, no puck stops, no fake kicks in the wrong rumble. Just high cross, front headlocks, and Jordan Bros with a blast double. So, so a match. It ain't real wrestling if it's in a ring with no head, you're a single it. Single best show coming at you now. If you skip an episode, that means you tap down. Make sure you make weight, better shed a couple pounds. Throw a match down. Listen, cause it's time for blood round. It's time for blood round now. 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 It's time for blood round. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back to the Blood Round Wrestling Podcast, episode 328 coming at you. I'm Tommy Baranowski. I got Kevin Clonch. What's up, buddy? Everybody. Yeah. You said everybody. That's that's just what popped into my head. I had to wait till that, like, five more seconds went by to do that. <laughs> Seems fair. Seems a little... um. Fruity Just say the... patience is a virtue, you know. That's that's what I'm trying to say. There we go. There we go. Okay, but uh, yeah, that's what you come here for. Bloodround.com, Bloodround Wrestling Podcast, um, at Bloodround on Twitter, Bloodround One on Instagram, Bloodround Wrestling on YouTube, at Clunchinator for Kevin, at Koa Tig for myself. Thank you so much for joining. Uh, 328 episodes into this podcast. We're still coming at you, still coming at you hard. Our partners at Adidas Wrestling, they're just, we're very proud to be part of the three-stripe life. We appreciate uh, everybody hitting up. The promo code BLOOD20 really helps put some wind in the sails of this podcast and also uh, gets you 20% off on things. So thank you so much for that. Kevin, you got shoes on? I do. I am wearing Combat Speeds right now because um, I just love the shoe. I think I actually wore them last week, too. I don't remember. I sometimes try to check if I don't remember uh, what I wore the week before and not double up. But uh, this week I said, you know what? I don't care. I'm rocking the Combat Speeds again. I'm sitting here in my basement. I might as well wear something lightweight and comfortable. It gives me super sweet grip when I want to do low singles in my basement by myself while I'm talking to you. So. Um, but I also wanted to give uh, our dude Jeremy over at Adidas Wrestling 
uh, shout out. He was instrumental in getting uh, singlets put together and, and sent out. We're hoping they get there on time for um, for, for Matt Stencil. So if he's not wearing them this weekend, then, um, you know, it's, it's nobody's fault. We did it as fast as we could. But uh, I'm hoping they get there and they're awesome looking. He made sure that they were going to be um, adhere to all the specific guidelines and everything like that. So my point is, if you, if you need some stuff done, if you need it done well, um, the crew at Adidas Wrestling will make sure that they can do it and do it well. So appreciate them. Awesome. Promo code BLOOD20. Uh, we do have some bro tanks for sale still. Guys. Damn right we do. Yeah, so... I might wear mine this weekend and go with a little photo shoot and get some of these out there. I mean, there's still some available. They were going off like hotcakes immediately. Slowed down a bit. If you're like, uh, I don't know, bro tank, you know what? Just suck it up and do it. Get it. Get one. You need one. You'll look cool wearing it. Everybody will say so. So. Absolutely. So just shoot us a DM on, on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can shoot me an email, K-O-A-T-I-G at Yahoo.com. Um, $22 delivered, so with shipping. 23. 23, 23 sorry. Um, like Jordan. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> probably go well with a pair of Jordans, I imagine. I don't know. Oh, no, I'm no. not that fashionable, but uh, yeah, probably. So, yeah, absolutely. Um you know, get at us while those are still available. Also, uh, KNS supplements and yes. no, and uh, noteworthy wines are on the uh, opposite side of, uh, I guess, dietary uh, help. But um, we we like both those companies. We do. I had some uh, some noteworthy wine uh, last night. Ooh, I like it. And, and in fact, I had KNS supplements yesterday and today as well. So, um, oh, you know what? I'm gonna have to add a link to Noteworthy Wines on our our page. But uh, you can click uh, KNS Supplements. There's a link on the right side of uh, our page at BloodRound.com. That'll take you there to take a look and see what they have, and uh, you know, check it out. I started taking the, some of the creatine today, <laughs> so you know, I'm be rocking that bro tank super hard. There you go. I I like it. Um. Big news in, you know, just some interesting things to uh, get to here uh, this week as the uh, world of of wrestling continues to spin. Uh, so are the, like, sand through the hourglass. Um, coach Lightning is officially yeah. Yeah, the head coach at Bakersfield. So congrats to our man, uh Luke Smith, uh, we've had him on the podcast several times. Always enjoy uh, b- being able to uh, chat with him and hang out with him when he's in town and everything like that. Uh, just one of those genuine great guys, and uh, couldn't be happier for him that uh, he takes the reins of the uh, Bakersfield program. I honestly couldn't be more happy for a guy who, you know, I mean – it's funny, I texted him after it became official and was just like, congratulations, man. Obviously, we got to, you know, celebrate next time you're in town or whatever. And, um, you know, he was just to show, show how genuine he is. Like, obviously, we started following and connecting with him when they were with uh, Eastern Michigan, right? And then they dropped the program. Um, he was here in Grand Rapids and, and 
uh, was telling us, you know, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go out to CSU Bakersfield and coach there and see how that goes and everything. And uh, Manny ends up stepping down, steps in as the interim guy. Uh, crazy year last year where they weren't able to really compete even um, until super late in the year. I think it was like mid to late January when they finally got a couple duels in. And he's like, yeah, man, like, I, it's crazy. I'm super excited, really pumped for the program and the direction it's going in and the support we have here. But he's like, I, I really, it's strange. Like, I feel like you guys have been with me on this ride the whole time. Like, <laughs> and, you know, I kind of felt the same way. I'm like, yeah, man, for real. But, uh, uh, yeah, I couldn't be more happy for him uh, and what they're doing. You always see some of their guys at some of these um you know, big events, uh, Chance Rich, uh, uh, Albert Urias, a bunch of these guys that we you know followed two years ago um, are always wrestling at some of these big um, open tournaments. So pumped for him, pumped for the program, and in the direction he's going to lead it. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely exciting stuff. And like we said, couldn't happen to a nicer guy. So definitely um, very, very pumped to – Keep following them, and hopefully Stanford gets some good news here, and other programs follow suit on the West Coast. Oregon State has been making some moves with their the damn RTC and a few other things, where you know really getting that wrestling going again in the uh, west of the Rockies, I guess, for lack of a better geographic term. Uh, is there For sure. something... well, and, and you're almost worried about, you know, Arizona State just becoming so dominant in the Pac-12 because that's kind of what it looks like. And kudos to Zeke for, for you know, bringing the level of competition up. Um, you know, not that Stanford wasn't competitive. They won it two years ago, right? But uh, uh, point being, it's, it's good to see the Pac-12 wrestling, you know, bringing in good coaching staffs and, and, you know, having programs that are getting tougher and tougher and tougher. So allocations are key they are they are and it's i I think you want to see i mean there's so many wrestlers in california and uh, washington and you're even seeing like more guys pop up colorado and arizona on the national level obviously our friends over there in northern colorado have done a good job of keeping some of those guys in state which has been really cool to see um but then you you see guys from idaho even at like the these uh, cadet world team things and stuff like that uh, heading into uh, a year of Fargo and whatnot. So um, there's just so many wrestlers out there and getting, seeing those programs relevant and guys uh, making it to Saturday and, and getting on the podium at the NCAAs is, is important for our sport as we uh, try to expand it coast to coast. We certainly can't leave off, a significant chunk of the country. So as that yeah. gets better, it's it's pretty uh, pretty imperative. Undoubtedly, undubitably. Yeah, and um, in fuck Missouri news. Yeah. They're going back to the Big Twelve. For sure. No, I was. I mean, I, it's funny. I definitely tweeted a couple weeks ago, like, "Hey, they're leaving the MAC." Fairly confident they're going to the Big 12. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad that that's the case. You know, A, it just makes more sense. They're, they were in the Big 12 before. 
Uh, they, they've got a much bigger budget there for their their programs than, than a traditional MAC team does. I'm not trying to take anything away from Coach Smith and, and, and the rest of the coaching staff there because clearly they do a really, really good job, and I'm not trying to just be a hater. But also, fuck them. Get out of the MAC. Like, you don't belong here. You're not a <laughs> MAC school. You have other things that traditional MAC schools don't have that, you know, provide some sort of a competitive imbalance. So um, on that note, hey, don't let the door hit you on the way out. And uh, I also – uh, want to wrestle them again all the time because we have to beat them at some point. I'm I, I'm not done wrestling Missouri if I'm CMU until we beat them and then we never wrestle them again. That's my <laughs> that's what I want. I I like it. I yeah. Like it. Um, no, it's it's cool though. I I think it's a interesting. They've just been so consistently good, and they've reloaded. Uh, it was fun that the Big 12 came down to such a close team race, and, and that was exciting. And the way that you – for those of us who were just watching at home, which was a lot of people this year, were able to just flip over from the Big 10 finals to the Big 12 finals. So that was a lot of fun this year, and uh, I think Missouri will definitely add to that fun. Um, and they they have kind of been like a Oklahoma State for quite a few years now where you think they're going to graduate a bunch of guys and you think they have holes and they just reload. Yeah, no, it's – it's and next year they're going to be even better, like just quite frankly, because um, they're going to get uh, our dude from Catholic Central, uh, Edmonds, in the lineup likely at 141. And he was undefeated this year in his redshirt year. It wasn't like he didn't wrestle anybody. Like, he's just insanely good. Um, and he's better than their other guy that they had who was the one seed at the MAC tournament. <laughs> you know, like, he's, he's incredible. Um, so it's going to be uh, amazing to see him and what he's able to do in the lineup. Um, and then 197 in the Big 12 just got even tougher. You got Rocky Elam coming in. To go along with obviously uh, uh, Ferrari at 197, Jake Woodley um, from Oklahoma. You got Tanner Sloan. Um, if I'm forgetting anybody else off the top of my head, I, I apologize. But I mean, you know, that's enough names to say like this is stupid and crazy. Oh, um, Noah Adams and then Buchanan from Wyoming. Like, you know, <laughs> it's it's tough. It's tough there. Um, and then that's good to see. You know, you're going to probably get a guy who plays his fifth at the Big 12 who's, you know, anywhere from third to sixth in the country next year, right? So. Yeah, I, I like it. It's I, – I do agree. Um, it's where they belong geographically, uh, program size, all that stuff. It's, it's, um, it's nice. And uh, – Threatens Oklahoma State a bit, too, which uh, competition is good for you. Competition is good. Competition is always good. So. Yep, absolutely. Did you did you see the Joe Rao clip, and he appeared to release a statement about how he wants what happened in the finals reviewed? I mean, so much happened in the best two out of three finals. I don't know if you uh, caught this or not. Uh, you know, I did not. I, I saw there was some stuff going around. 
Um, I didn't click on any of the links or, or hear it. I kind of read the headlines, but but I did not check it out, if I'm being completely honest, which, you know, is the best policy. <laughs> Absolutely. So he gets a neck pinch, and yes. um, which Joe Rao is prone to do. I did so I did see the clip of that action and, and they stopped it for no reason it seemed. So they give the first one for yeah. four and then he jacks it back up and as he's taking it over, the ref appears to be blowing his whistle and physically ends up getting kicked with uh, Stevanovich's uh, leg <laughs> as he's flying over uh and it's just a weird, weird sequence. But if you let him hit those fours, well, that's the eight nothing Greco Tech, and Joe Rouse won that match. So I don't know why it's legal for one and then not legal for the other, especially in like I get it if it's a, a JV match or a high school match or something like that, and potentially dangerous and. But in the best two out of three Olympic trials finals, I, I don't really understand the whistle there. I'm not a Greco expert by any stretch of the imagination. But uh, a little interesting. Haven't heard anything about that uh, appeal. And then also haven't heard anything about Jaden Cox's appeal either. You'd think they'd release a statement here by now. Been a couple weeks. No, that's a, that's a, uh I, yeah, I think honestly, I I don't know. I don't know why there hasn't been anything. Uh, some some information around this, right? Like, here's is, what, what the process is. Here's what the deliberation process is. Like, here's some transparency around what's going on. Transparency is the best. Like honesty, the best. It's it's the second best policy, really. You know, be transparent about what the fuck is happening with this shit, so that we like we can kind of figure it out. I understand as an organization, like. You want to keep some things away from the media and from the public. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, but also, this seems kind of important, and there should be more questions being asked. So, yeah. Yeah, you'd think there'd be a hearing date or what that hearing is. Is it Chuck Norris like in Dodgeball? Giving a thumbs up or thumbs down? There's <laughs> like three people, the third person's Chuck Norris. Um there's there's gotta be something, but haven't haven't seen anything. Nothing nothing said. Classic USA wrestling. Just bury your head in the sand, pretend like it didn't happen. 
Like that. Maybe it'll go away. You know, it's not a bad bad idea. It could go away. Right. It's like Maybe that. We'll all just forget about it. It's like that summer I spent at camp in sixth grade. <laughs> just pretend nothing's happening. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I needed. I needed. To, I needed that last line. That last line got me. All right. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting, worth mentioning. Uh, we have the Definitely. last chance qualifier. Is it says May fourth, fifth, and sixth, which is uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's in Bulgaria, Sofia, Bulgaria. So time zone wise, that would put it pretty early in the morning. Um. I haven't seen the official like these are. When these weights are wrestling and these weights and that. Uh, so by the time we record next week, I'm, I'm not sure uh, if we will have results or not. And we're kind of a day late here. We usually record on Tuesdays and try to give you that Wednesday morning release. But um, I had conferences yesterday. I was out of town. So we're we're recording this on Wednesday, April 28th. So not not sure if we'll have results or not. It was interesting to see the list of entries today of course us americans are very very focused on 65 kilos for men's freestyle and then our two greco weights where we have uh, jesse porter at 77 and then adam coon at heavyweight those are our last three of the 18 weights uh, to qualify and then this is the last chance so uh very, very interesting. There's 35 entries in men's freestyle at 65 kilos. And it's, uh, it's a bit of a bear. Although there's some news today that uh, Kinchik Ashfali from Georgia, a, couple, a world champ, Olympic gold, all that fun stuff, um, who's, who's had a uh, rough stretch here trying to qualify, may have tested positive for COVID and isn't making the trip. Now, Someone else can wrestle for Georgia and qualify the spot, and then they can figure that out later, and, and he can still go. But that would definitely soften the field a little bit here, as uh, Americans should be pretty familiar with Kinshagashvili by now, especially as he came over and wrestled a few guys in the past year. So, um, yeah, just uh, pretty crazy to see the, the entries and, you know, there was some upsets along the way. He's not the only one who's interesting. The guy from Uzbekistan, you know, got taken out by that guy from Kyrgyzstan, who then took out Iran in the finals, too. So, in all fairness, but um, he was about to tech that guy when he got reached back and pinned, which is pretty crazy. Um, of course, there's a parallel to draw there with Zane getting pinned in a leg lace by a guy from Argentina is one of the reasons we have to send somebody uh, why Mr. Oliver is making this trip. So, yeah, not the greatest, but uh, not the greatest situation as this is going to be a tough tournament. It's going to be a bitch, but Jordan Oliver has a plan to win an Olympic medal. So uh, this tournament is just uh, a very, very important step, obviously. Uh, So you, you got to, you got to get top two of this tournament to uh, if you have any plans on winning an Olympic medal. So, and these guys are very competitive, very uh, driven people that make them different than 
you or you and I, Kevin, and pretty much anybody listening to this podcast. So uh, that's pretty cool to see. Well, and, and that's I think that's Jordan Oliver looked more ready for any tournament than I've ever seen him um, at the the Olympic trials. Just crushed people, and and I, that's the guy you want going there, right? He's not. This isn't his first international competition. He's probably wrestled a lot of these guys before, um, and, and I'm sure he's going to be going out there uh, for blood. You know, um, this is his stretch run to achieve that dream that he's been so close to, you know, so close to getting to so many times, right? So, no damn way he doesn't get this done, right? Like. That would be the worst. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, interestingly, um, Sebastian Rivera, representing Puerto Rico, is on the list. Has 65 Ooh, nice. kilograms. That was going to be my next question. Well, wait. All right. Makes sense. Yeah. I. He didn't wrestle in... The um, did he wrestle in college last year? Sebastian Rivera. I'm, I don't mean this year. I mean the year before, 2020, 2019, 2020. Yeah, yeah, he was. Uh, he won the Big, Big Ten. Ten yeah. champion. Yeah, he was yeah. Big Ten champion in Rutgers, but for Northwestern. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't. Uh, I, I should have looked that up before the episode. Forgive me. I just yeah. It, the COVID stuff, man. It's 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 hard to remember what time is anymore. Um, yeah. So that was kind of unfortunate for him because he was wrestling college, and that was basically Pan Ams were the weekend after the Big Tens and before the NCAA. So you probably wasn't going to go qualify for that, which is the much easier tournament than this tournament. So, because that was March 13th through 15th for 2020. If that would have got postponed, that would have actually really worked out in his favor. But it was, they snuck in Pan Ams like right before the pandemic really closed everything it, down. It was the next week of uh, work that I had where work was canceled for further notice. Yeah. Yeah, so so that's um, kind of unfortunate for him, but uh, Sebastian R- Rivera is very good. No stranger to wrestling a freestyle match, so throwing him in this bracket will be very very compelling as well. And then of course uh, whoever Georgia sends, if it is Kinchikashvili, you got uh, Gadziev uh, representing Poland, but originally from Dagestan. Uh, Habit uh, representing Slovenia is in there. Uh, Turkey has a guy. Uh, you know, I mentioned the guy from Uzbekistan. It's um, it's a bitch. It's a bitch, but it should be fun. Uh, and uh, I like Jo's chances. I like that he's coming in hot um, and feeling good. So it, it should be uh, should be a good one. There's also um, Mitch Feinsilver uh, representing Israel. Will be making the trip. Uh, Malik Amin, representing San Marino, also making the trip. And Dominic Abinader, representing Lebanon, is making the trip as well. So 
pretty cool to see all those guys uh, chase their Olympic dreams. Well, and it, it's crazy, too, because Malik, at the last one he was at, lost first round. I believe that guy ended up winning the tournament. And then he ended up wrestling Mitch Feinsilver, who ended up um, qualifying for the Olympics by placing third. So it's like... <laughs> he did not qualify for the Olympics. That was just the European Championships. Was it? Oh, yeah. never mind. All right. Well, he still plays third in Euro, so that's cool. Yeah. Um, losing to first and third is pretty decent. <laughs> that'll that'll happen. Um, so yeah, a lot of lot of fun to see. Uh, like we said with Kuhn, we're pretty excited about the way everything's shaken out. There hasn't been the upsets at heavyweight. Like for instance, it's like Russia still needs their freestyle heavyweight to qualify. So <laughs> you can have some bad shit like that happen. Uh, where someone's probably gonna, someone you know, is gonna draw him first round, and that'll that'll make it uh, tough to make the finals and qualify for the Olympics. So it's uh, like Kuhn's chances. Don't see anything too crazy like that in his bracket. So I'll probably be staying up or getting up way too early to watch all that. Um, and then uh, Jesse Porter's gonna have not the best road either though unfortunately um like nemes from uh, serbia you got a i mean a former world champ um you do have some guys that are just uh buzz saws but hey you know jesse porter just won the olympic trials as the last seeded guy so yep you, you never know go in there win a tournament shock well, a, shock everybody i think the other thing to consider too right is like you know if the rest of these guys in this tournament are tough, like keep them out of the fucking Olympics. <laughs> you know, go win, keep them out, make your road in the Olympics easier, right? Like, should be the mindset, I would think. Like, go. If, if this is your spot, this is your dream, this is what you're going for. Now is the time to not only get there, but to, you know, make the competition hypothetically, right? Like, that much easier. So. Yep, don't have to deal with him anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 not going to work here anymore, so. Yeah. <laughs> I would say see you in Tokyo, but uh, we both yeah. know that's not going to happen now. Yeah. Well, have a nice life. <laughs> Big gulps, eh? Yeah. <laughs> see you later. I need to get my kids to watch that movie. I think Cortland would absolutely love it. <laughs> I don't think Anna would have a clue what's going on. I mean, she would, like, probably laugh, but uh, Cortland is, like, right there. Although I need to get him to watch the original Mortal Kombat. That's, I think that's the next step for him. Have you seen the new one? Not yet, no. I want to, but I have not done that yet. I thought about watching it with Chloe this weekend, but I think I'm going to watch a little bit of it myself, see what I'm dealing with. Yeah. With with Chloe, I mean, Chloe's going to turn 13 this August, man. Like, I don't... It's, That's amazing. It is. It is. It's crazy. It's so, so difficult to wrap my mind around, and, um... But <laughs> I was flipping on some channels on, on Sunday when you know, Remy had a little bit of nap time left. 
before we were going to do something and just chilling with Chloe uh, after lunch and stuff. And I, I, I flipped on that movie The Watch with Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn. And uh-huh. I don't know. Have, have you seen it? Uh, I have not seen it. It sounds familiar. Okay. I like Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It, it has its moments. It's kind of dumb, but it's kind of funny. And there was this point where they – anyway, it was it was kind of like innocent, kind of funny. And I, as I was flipping channels and I was like, oh, I can watch this with Chloe right now. She probably would laugh at a lot of this. And then it just devolves right into a lot of sex jokes and then there's an orgy and <laughs> – I'm like, I watched the movie probably seven years ago and forgot most of it. And then I'm just like, oh, shit. Yeah. Then, you know, if if she was six, a lot of these jokes would go just right over her head. And I could watch this with her. Um, you know, not exactly the most appropriate thing, but it's also it's going over her head. Now it's obviously not. So, you know, it just uh, it is kind of difficult. But um, I, I, in moments like that, I always remind myself. Yeah, but this is still funny, you know. <laughs> Just because it's uncomfortable doesn't make it not funny. <laughs> yeah. And then speaking of movies, you watched Fat Man? Oh, man. All right. So, yeah, let's get into this now. So, Fat Man. For those of you that are wondering where we're going down this road, uh, Luke Smith had tweeted out that he came across this movie uh, at – Walmart or something like that that was available and, and he bought it. And Ishan Nelms, I believe it is. It was either Ishan Nelms or Ian Nelson. And, and I, my apologies, but um, I'm not getting this right. I tried to research this first. But um, one of them wrestled with Stephen Neal at CSU Bakersfield um, back in the day. I'm pretty sure it was Ishan. But um, so now he's the director. Uh, he, Ishan Nelms and Ian Nelson were the directors of the films of the film and so I clicked the link like all right well let me learn about this this movie right like so here's what the the description of the movie is uh to save his declining business Chris Kringle also known as Santa, Santa Claus is forced into a partnership with the US military making matters worse Chris gets locked into a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin hired by a precocious 12-year-old after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking so, fucking sweet, right? Uh, it's perfect. <laughs> like, how could that be bad? Uh, and, and to make it even better, Mel Gibson plays Santa Claus. <laughs> so, so it's just insane. Uh, it's, it's Santa Claus being kind of a gruff, drunk dude. He's depressed. He's, like, mad because all the kids in the world are turning into assholes. And... It's like, well, I, these, are, these are the rules. If you're an asshole, you don't get presents. So I have to start sending out lumps of coal to all these kids, and then they get mad at me like it's my fucking fault, you know? Um, meanwhile, this kid gets a lump of coal. He's a rich piece of shit, and um, they do a really good job of illustrating that. He hires this assassin to go kill him, to go kill Santa Claus. The assassin, of course, has also been scarred by Santa Claus in some way. Um, had some shitty parents asked Santa to give him new parents and Santa's like, I can't fucking do that kid. Sorry. Um, anyway, uh, 
he goes to fight Santa, and Santa's a badass. And there's this huge, awesome fight scene with Santa and this assassin in the like middle of uh, like outdoors his workshop. By the way, this is after the assassin has gone through and like destroyed and shot a bunch of elves and soldiers who were there. It's it's perfect. It's it's amazing. I highly recommend it. After that review, I don't know who isn't turning off the podcast right now to just go ahead and watch it. I rented it from Amazon Prime for like three ninety nine. It it like right away, boom. It's it was so good. Oh, that's funny. Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins. Yeah, Walter Goggins. Yeah. Uh, if you don't recognize the name, you'll recognize his face. Like, he's just dude who plays like the. He's the guy who plays the um, loose cannon cop up from the shield. Like, he's he's super recognizable. It's it's perfect. Really great movie. He's so funny in Righteous Gemstones, which I don't think enough people watched, but I, I love it so much. He's he has teamed up with Danny McBride and like Vice Principals, and um, I think he was in the uh, the other one too. The minor league baseball one at some point or whatever but yeah he's a very recognizable actor at this point he cracks me up um yeah but yeah he wasn't really a funny character in the shield uh but uh one of the main characters and i loved the shield i was a huge shield fan i i binge watched that uh before binge watching was really like a thing i me and my buddy ryan like we went to go watch, like, two episodes on the DVDs, like, before going to bed. And it was, like, 11 p.m. And we're like, well, let's just watch another one. And then at 7 p.m., we finished the first season. Or 7 a.m., I should say. We finished the first season and went to just breakfast <laughs> in the dorms. <laughs> and I never watched an episode after that. I've never seen any of season two. Wow. Yeah. Well, there's your – anyway. Uh, I did watch Boss Level. Speaking of Mel Gibson, he is the bad guy in uh, Boss Level. It's kind of a fun shoot 'em up movie. It's sort of like a video game kind of thing where he wakes up. He, it's like Groundhog Day, but <laughs> but like an action movie. Where yeah. the guy has no idea how he's he's only gotten so far and he dies every day, but then he just wakes up and does it again. Isn't isn't there a, there's a Tom Cruise movie like that? Well, I don't Two. know. Yeah, I don't remember what that's called. I didn't see either, but the premise is perfect. Not as perfect as uh, Santa Claus partnering with the U.S. military and fighting an assassin. Perfect, but it's like the tier below that. Uh, definitely a solid, solid tier below. Yeah. Um, so we do have back to wrestling. We do have senior nationals this weekend. Uh, I just sort of like dub this revenge of the tweeners. Um, so we do have 10 weight classes are going to have a world championship in Oslo, Norway later on. In the fall, so we have a 2021 World Championship along with the Olympics this year. And some interesting movement as far as, like, who's been registered. Now, 
if you qualified for the Olympic trials, you have already qualified for the world team trials for the world championships in Norway. Makes sense. Yep. And, but obviously there's some guys like James Green and, and Alec Pantaleo who are pretty excited because you know, they, they really are tweeners. And, yeah. um, but yeah, looking Str- at strangely our perfect weight is somewhere in between that 20 pound gap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 22 pound gap or whatever it is. It's just, um, yeah, ridiculous. But, um, and then and, – and it's so crazy to think that the gap is that far when you have, like, the margins between these guys are so small. Like, BDI and, and Jason Bryant did a good job recapping the men's freestyle side of, of the trials, and, and it was an enjoyable listen. That was on the uh, Short Time Wrestling Podcast, so go check that out if you haven't yet. But – they, they, they were talking, and BDI was talking about how, like, Zayn and Yanni didn't finish in the top three. No. They didn't technically make the world team this year, or whatever you want to call it, the national team. It's it's that tight, and then you have this over 20-pound gap between weight classes, and when the margins are that thin, it's a hell of a gap in weight. If you are just naturally not perfect for one of those weights with a shit ton of poundage in between, but uh, so yeah, so James Green, Alec Pantaleo are registered uh, for this weekend. Even though James Green did qualify for the Olympic trials, so he really doesn't have to qualify for the trials. But anyway, uh, he's gonna go make some money, try to win a U.S. Open. And, yeah, uh, competition is a good thing. Yeah, some other interesting things in the registra- registration though was. Uh, Gadsden was down at 92 kilograms. Yeah, I mean, that was one of the more Im- impressive ones. Like, he, I thought he was pretty big for 97, and he hasn't, that I recall, come down at all to 92 in the last couple of years. But I, obviously, Jaden was there. You know, he probably felt like uh, he's wrestled Kyle Snyder before. He's He's been and beaten Kyle Snyder before. Maybe this is the best spot for him to beat, right? Um, but yeah, I mean that's gonna be that's gonna be interesting seeing a, a lean and mean Kyvin Gadsden down at 92, you know, holding off on the ice cream for a hot minute. And I, I think another thing to, to mention too, Kyvin is another one of those guys who uh, at the trials got upset kind of early. Maybe upset's not the right word, but he got beat early by uh, Ty Walls and ended up coming back and placing third, you know, qualifying for the, the Olympic team um, and then ultimately up, uh, getting the revenge win against Walls to, to get that spot, I believe, um, or on his way at least. So, you know, he's, he's super talented, super uh, – Aggressive and, and he, I think it'll be huge for 92. Um, and then on the flip side, you've got Nate Jackson coming up to 92. Yeah, which is interesting as well. Uh, obviously, Nate Jackson's length isn't going to be an issue as no, he, as he no. uh, goes goes up to 92. So yeah, it'll it'll be interesting if if Kyvin Gadsden can really uh, hold this weight, which I, I think. 
he can. I, I just think he'll be big for it. But, uh, yeah, very, very interesting. And, you know, maybe... well, and, and to, to point out, too, like coming down from 97 to 92 kilos, you know, I mean, that's a different cut than coming from 70 kilos to 65, you know, like James Green did. Like it's just different when you're that big. It I feel is. like there's a, a lot more that can come off a lot easier. Um, not making light of any weight cut, but still, like, I'm pretty sure that's how science works. And um, Nate, too, like, to, to give him some credit, I think that his speed going up to 92 is going to be a real, real advantage. I think that's actually going to benefit him um, at that weight more than, than a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. Um, it should be, obviously, it should be fun to see how it all plays out. Uh, but, yeah, can Kyvan Gadsden get a world team spot? You know, who knows what's going to happen in this Jaden Cox-Kyle Snyder saga? And is this 92-kilogram spot going to just be up for grabs and he gets a trip to the world championships finally? Wouldn't He's... it be wild if Jaden just showed up here at 92? <laughs> Like, fuck you guys. Weighs in, fi- weighs, weighs in five pounds light. <laughs> Shows up at 86 kilos. <laughs> you guys could fucking blow me. <laughs> uh, um, I guess while we're on 92 kilograms, it, it should be worth noting um, Willie Nicholas uh, will be wrestling uh, now with the MSU staff as well as Cam Caffey. Uh, currently wrestling for MSU, so that's cool. And then Scotty Boykin, who, who wrestled in college at uh, Chattanooga, who we covered this year. So, yeah. Also, Imar is registered up at seventy nine. Yeah. That one scratched my head because he was qualified for the trials. So why wouldn't he just go out there at seventy four at the Olympic trials if he's healthy enough to compete this weekend? You know, that's a good question, but and, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he's just like, you know what, seventy nine. Uh, I'm gonna do that. That sounds like more fun right now. Yeah, that one's that he's, one's a I mean, confusing he's, he's, one to me. He, he's been around 165 pounds for the last like six, seven years. You know. Yeah, he started off at 57, though. He's. Uh... He, he did, but like you was know, a true that was, freshman, of course, or yeah, redshirt freshman. Cut, yeah, and then and, and so like you you grow, right? I mean, like that's how that's how this works. That's why we've got you know Alex Deringer competed at fifty seven and sixty five was was all the way up at eighty six, right? So like you, you just get older, and and as you get older, you get. You know, some combination of man strength and, and size, obviously, that just – I mean, shit, you wrestled at 171 in, in high school, and then all of a sudden you, you just <laughs> – I'm not saying you got fat, but you got heavier, right? Like, this is what happens. Your body packs on more strength. Well, well Chance's brother uh, graduating high school at 135 or whatever <laughs> was, a, was a great example, but – no, I would have I made 160 eventually my senior year, and – um, I had to cut down to 84 kilos. I was walking around in the army at just about 200, 
give or take a few pounds on on any given day, and then I would I would cut down to 184 for wrestling. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I I mean I get it. I just never really thought Imar was the frame to really do it like a David Taylor or somebody, but um, I don't know. Interesting, but we'll we'll see. Who knows? And then uh, Ty Walls is registered up at heavyweight. I think he's another one of those guys where it it makes sense for him. Um, he had a lot of success at heavyweight in, in college, so maybe he's uh, going to try this path for the next couple years. Well, if, if we're thinking like he's he had some success early on at 97, right? Yep. He was at U23s. I think he was a bronze medalist there or was at least wrestling in that match, but pretty sure he got bronze. And then you got to the senior level, and it's, you know, a couple, couple guys behind, right, like who aren't really going anywhere anytime soon. Um, you know, you consider he placed fourth without Jaden Cox being there, right? So if, if we're going to use Nate Jackson as, as a, the – you know, hey, his speed and his his quickness and everything could really help moving up a weight. Um, is I think that's what you can say about Ty Walls. It doesn't get any easier at heavyweight <laughs> with Gwiz and Gable Stevenson and Kirk Fleet and Mason Paris and guys like that. Um, you're just trying to match, you know, size and athleticism. But <sighs> that that's a big cut for a big dude. And I think you know he's probably just the Olympic trials are done. I'm, if I'm going to continue competing, I'm going to compete at heavyweight now. <laughs> that sounds a lot nicer. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, Mark Hall was at 86 as well. I would have – I kind of thought he was more of a 79 guy. And just when it's all said and done. But he's staying at 86, I guess. And we'll maybe see him there for the rest – for the next quad you know, I think that's probably like if you know you're going to be there, you might as well compete against those guys. You might as well try to get your body where it needs to be. Um, that's what David Taylor did. He wasn't kind of jumping around between weights. He was like, I want to be an Olympic champion. I'm going to be at this weight class. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it works for him. I like I, – I mean, it's crazy because he tweeted the other day like one of his – biggest disappointments is having never won wrestler of the week for apple valley like <laughs> he won six state titles he won ncaa title two-time junior world champ champ one-time cadet world champ like that zero time apple valley uh wrestler of the week right like <laughs> which is just a funny thing i like to think the coaching staff is just like you know not in a uh malicious way but kind of like a Fuck him. He's never going to win this award. <laughs> we'll give it to other people who have to work harder. <laughs> but, and again, not that he's not working hard, but you know what I mean. Like, he's going to go out there. He's going to be dominant. He was Mark Hall in high school, right? That's just kind of what he did. Um, but, yeah, I, that's 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 his move. I think that's where you stay. You stick around. He's, he's won three world championships at the age levels, like, you stick where you where you think you're going to be and where you're going to have the success um, at the level where you want to have the success. So, makes sense. I support it. 
and it's funny too because we talk about like size of guys and like David Taylor bulking up and his frame and everything like that. But then when we watch like these random Iranian dudes at 86 kilograms or or you know guys like like Kyle Snyder is not much bigger than David Taylor. I don't think he's taller or not David Taylor. Sorry, uh, than than Mark Hall. I don't think he's taller. He's just jacked. He's just a super built dude. So. I, I think that Mark Hall's frame with the right diet, the right exercise, the right conditions and everything is, is an 86-kilogram frame if he can get there. So, I, There's a lot of ways to skin a cat in wrestling. That's one thing we've learned over the years. You you can be a, a Jordan Lean, and you can be a Frank Molinaro. You can be a lot of different body types. You can move up in weight. You can go down in weight. You can be a small heavyweight. You can be a big heavyweight. You can – there's there's just always a ton of different ways to do this. Guys, Some guys are jacked. Some guys don't really have crazy beach bodies but seem to throw people around like Joe Colon and, and Bonet from Cuba. <laughs> it's uh, a, lot of, a lot of different things going on in wrestling you know how i choose to skin a cat i don't i don't i, I leave cats alone they're they're delightful animals <laughs> i don't know i don't really like my wife's cat but... <laughs> that, that cat is kind of a pain in the ass <laughs> that's true it's true yeah it's a, it's a nice cat it's just like yeah i pet you like stop trying to climb on me give me like fucking 30 seconds yeah yep Oh, man. Well, I didn't have much else for you here, Kevin. Um, did you have anything else to, to really hit? It was kind of a weird week. I, I feel like the Olympic trials just sort of give you such a freaking shot of adrenaline that, like, when you don't have it, you're kind of like, whoa, preparing for an episode. A little different. Yeah, it's, you know, it's tough. I mean, there's a lot of really good wrestlers here and, and a lot of the weights. Um, I, I am excited to see Trent Heidley, um and Nick Renan down at 86 as well. I guess Trent's not necessarily going down, but I'm like look, looking forward to seeing that. Drew Foster, I think 86 is just a pretty deep weight. Um, I'm pumped for a lot of these guys. I mean, like Chance Marsteller is up at 79. Uh, Mason Manville is out there wrestling freestyle, it looks like, at 79. Dylan Lighty, um, Skatska, McFadden, like all of these weights, like obviously the Olympic trials are done and we're not going to get Jordan Burroughs versus David Take, but that doesn't mean that there's no, these are still the names of guys that you want to watch wrestle. It's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, Joey LaValle, Branson Ashworth, uh, Hayden Heidley up at 74 kilos. Obviously he's going to be going up to um, 174 in college. Yes, I'm aware that 174 pounds and 74 kilograms are not the same thing. Um, but my point is, like, it's going to be cool to see him wrestling up against this uh, this competition. Um, and I don't know. I'm just pumped for the event, man. Pantaleo, James Green, Berger, Lee, Corey Teamer, 70. Like, 70 is stupid loaded. 
Um, ben Freeman's going to be wrestling again at one or at uh, 65 kilos, um, as well as Dom Demas, Jaden Ironman, Pat Lugo, Luke Pletcher. So that's going to be a super exciting one to watch. I do love, <laughs> I do love that. Like the first instinct I have is, okay, you you're having a U.S. Open, the Olympic trials. Uh, anyone who qualified for the Olympic trials is already qualified for the trials and. They just got done with a whirlwind of the Olympic trials, so not many of them, very few indeed, are going to uh, wrestle this weekend in Coralville, Iowa, Iowa City there. And so you're thinking, man, that's going to open up some weight classes. And then you keep listing off these names, and I'm thinking, these weight classes aren't open at all. No, no, they're not. (laughs) That sounds awful. Dude, 61, Nashawn Garrett, Ethan Lezak, Mickey Phillippe, Daniel DeShazer, uh, Wyatt Henson, which is it's cool that um, – why am I blanking on – Sammy Henson. Sammy, Sammy Henson. Henson, yeah, Sammy Henson. Um, Sean Bowes, uh, Michael McGee, Derek Spann. I mean these are all like big fucking name dudes. <laughs> um, honestly, 57 kilos is, is the most open. Uh, and, and it's still got some, some tough guys in there too. Jacob Camacho. Um, it's going to be uh, an awesome weekend. And then, you know, we're, we're not as, uh, uh, I'm not going to start talking about the juniors, but like, they, you know, if you're, you follow us and you follow some of the juniors, like there's a lot of big names there too. Uh, 97 is a little bit more open than, than even 92, honestly. Um, but heavyweight, it's got Gwiz, it's got Don Bradley, it's got Derek White, Ty Walls, you mentioned, Anthony Cassiope, Matt Stencil from Central Michigan University, Fire Up Chips, uh, Lucas Davison, all the way up at 125 kilograms. Did you see that? I didn't. That's an interesting one. Wow. Demetrius Thomas. Lucas it's, Davison. It's, wow. That's uh Yeah. I just noticed that. Holy shit. What? <laughs> yeah, didn't he just get done at 197? Yeah. Damn, maybe he's uh maybe he's stepping up, maybe he's just doing the summer thing. Or maybe there was a couple there was a couple years ago when um Kevin Jack showed up at like you know, an event like this at like 74 kilos. <laughs> it was like <laughs> it's like oh shit, and then the next year he was back down at 141. So well, but yeah. didn't Mason Paris do the best one where he showed up at an open in his redshirt year, four weight classes up or something crazy? Mason so, Paris? No, not Mason Paris. Um, Mason Smith. Mason Smith, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he showed up. He showed up at like 174. <laughs> after, one, no, it was 165. 165, and it was like after wrestling yeah. 141 the year before. Yeah, that's right. And he he, he ended up wrestling like uh, I remember because he, he DM'd me about this after I made some comment about like Anthony Valencia's double leg and like how do you not see it coming? And he's like, dude, everybody sees it coming. That's not the problem. It's <laughs> stopping it. I was like, oh, all right, sorry. I guess you have much more uh, insight in this than I do. Yeah, Lucas yeah. Da- Lucas Davison was the 12 seed at NCAA's this year at 197. Yeah. Yeah, he was good. He Real is good. he is long though. Maybe 
You know, maybe he does feel like he can grow into a solid 230 or something like that. You know what? I'm looking through some of these names. I, I forget that with juniors, it kind of overlaps with some of the young college guys, too. So you've got, like, Keegan O'Toole uh, wrestling at 74 kilos. Um, Alex Facundo, a Michigan guy who's going to be going to Penn State uh, at 74 as well. Carter Starachi's wrestling 79 kilograms uh, for the juniors. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, there's some, there's some good names, a lot of good stuff. We mentioned Rocky Elam earlier. He's going to be wrestling 92 kilograms. Uh, Braxton Amos, you might have heard of him. He made uh, <laughs> made both of the teams, Olympic trial teams. Um, yeah, it's it's loaded. Women's team, lots of Jakara Winchester, Alyssa Lampy, Aaron Golston, uh, Maya Nelson, a lot of big names here. So Rachel Waters, Skylar Grote. I love the idea that Jakara is wrestling. It's almost like she was um, – didn't maybe – she she got to sit in the seat to the best two out of three, which is great. Take that advantage. Pump your Olympic punch. Punch your Olympic ticket. You know, get your dream kind of thing. Yeah. But now I want to get some matches in. <laughs> I want to get ready oh, for the Olympics, so let let me get some matches in. Chance Marsteller is doing both styles. He's at seventy seven kilos for uh, for Greco. Wow. Nick Renan as well. He's at uh, eighty seven kilos for Greco. I didn't scroll down this list uh, as much as I should have earlier. <laughs> so <laughs> hopefully you guys listening are also like, oh damn, that's kind of cool. Uh, either that or you're saying like did you just read this now and the answer is yeah um some of this <laughs> so but yeah it's uh point being olympic trials are over that doesn't mean wrestling's over there's still a lot of awesome stuff coming up make sure you're ready to go and uh i know i am so yeah you have any any good parent corners recently we've been kind of skipping it as in the busy season of ncaa's and olympic trials and all that jazz um, Miles is a, a just he's a lunatic. He's an absolute lunatic. He, um, he's the funniest of of all the kids that I I can remember. Maybe it's just because he's the the third and he's soaking up all the the natural comedy and, and insanity that goes on. But um, he's just a funny wild dude. He I'm trying to think of a real story right now or anything that like stands out, but he just, he's just a crazy person. He doesn't want to go to bed now ever. And it's just a fight every time. So like, here's a good one. He's at the age now where he doesn't understand like object permanence. Right. Right. So he thinks if he closes his eyes and covers his eyes, he can't see him. Right. (laughs) So like he'll, he'll sit on the toilet and then like, you'll hear him like, and it's right before bed, or he's come out of his room at this point, and he's trying to, like, pretend like he has to go to the bathroom. Um, and he doesn't. He just doesn't want to go to sleep. And so then you'll put him on the toilet, and I, walk, I just walk away because I'm tired. I don't want to parent anymore. I want to go do something else. He'll start playing around in the bathroom and making noise and knocking stuff over and yelling. So then I go back in there to be like, all right, man, time, let's go. Time to get back in bed. And he'll be, like, standing there, no pants on, 
just like the pajama shirt, but he'll be covering his face with the towel that's hanging from the rack there. And just like, you can't see me. (laughs) It's it's like, I'm not even here. Oh my God. It's funny. Um, but yeah, he's, he's just a, a crazy person. The other two kids are doing great too. So happy for the summer though, man. I'm, I'm, we got to get these kids and myself and, and Elise out of this house and just anywhere else. That's that's it. That's what I've learned from vacation is the more movement and the more exhaustion, the better. So. Yeah, we've had to do a few. Just my mom has a nice house, as as you know, and um, nice lot basically. It's, yeah. It's a. Uh, it's not. I mean, it's a good size house, but it's nothing palatial or anything but the the lot is great it's it's a beautiful wooded lot and um few times we've legit just showed up in the last few weeks <laughs> like just randomly on a, like a wednesday afternoon uh yeah we needed to get out of the house sorry mom <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> yeah just, what, we're gonna hang out here for the next couple hours and just that that's cool we so. legit just needed a change of scenery because, uh, um, you know, we have a toddler and just needed to run him around a different yard and, and some different scenery. And then we'll go home and we actually have a good shot of getting him down for bed now. So, yes. yeah, sorry, man. Thanks. And she loves it, though. I mean, she loves grandson. So um, it, it works out in everyone's favor. And then Donnie loves it because... It's not just them two sitting there by themselves bickering. Like, all the energy gets focused on the grandson, so everyone wins. Uh, Everybody. (laughs) I did have to laugh the other day. Um, I got a phone call for work. It's about 4.45 on a Thursday, so eh, a guy calls me, and um, I got Remy, and and I'm kind of like, I I can – have Remy by my side like this isn't middle of the day working from home I'm going to try to duck because I'm worried about it being professional or whatnot it's like plus most people are pretty cool since COVID and everything like you know you hear a lot of dogs barking and kids yelling in the background and everything like that but I still try not to just with my job and everything and yeah but 445 in the construction world on a Thursday you know if you hear a kid in the background that shouldn't be surprising um and, and Remy, you know, makes some noises and kind of lets out like a yell, like, hey, you're ignoring me. And I'm, I'm like, hey, sorry about that. That's my uh, that's my son. I got a toddler. So, um, you know, and he's like, oh, no, that's great. I got four kids and I got uh, four grandkids. Uh, fifth one on the way. We'll be here any day now. And, oh, man, Jeff, that's really cool. And he's like, yeah, I love it. I love it, man. And he's like, I know it can get crazy, but, oh, you know cherish it man they grow too fast and you know oh yep 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 oh great and it was almost like remy heard this in his toddler terrorist brain that he failed his mission to to disrupt this work phone call this is supposed to go terribly yeah you're supposed to be embarrassed you're supposed to be trying to shush him you know you can't just like turn this into a positive on your call And Mr. 99th percentile, um, it's, is one of the tough things about having a, a kid who's, uh, 20 months old and in the 99th percentile and he can reach things he should not be able to reach. So he reached up onto the counter, grabbed my wife's water bottle, threw it into the fridge 
It hits the stove, knocks a pan onto the ground. He then picked up the pan off the ground and started bashing it on the ground. Nice. It was like the Manchurian candidate or something like that, like got awoken in him. Like, I failed my mission. It is time. Time to level up. Like, you can't have this peaceful phone call where my noise turned into a positive. <laughs> it was just, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Come on. That's a tremendous sequence of events. <laughs> like, just knowing how your your kitchen is situated, like, for it to have hit in the way that it then went sideways <laughs> to go to the, hit a pan that happened to have, like, the, the arm, I assume, sticking out, because it couldn't have gone further. That's how physics works. Like, no, it just it knocked like uh, like a baking sheet. So then it like slid and kind of rotated and then f- tipped and fell off. And then he was like, "Well, that made a tremendous noise. Let's do more of that." And yeah, yeah it was it was absurd, but challenge accepted. Uh, he he felt when when it didn't ruin my phone call, and he won. So. There you go. Wow. Nicely done. Yeah. <laughs> well, cool, man. Well, good times. Uh, lots of wrestling to watch for everybody this weekend, um, or at least to catch up on and everything. Should be should be a blast. I love these events, actually. I love, like, the juniors and the senior nationals when it's, it's freestyle. It's different. You see a lot of guys from different conferences, different – Ages that you wouldn't see normally uh, square up. So I, I love this stuff, man. It's gonna gonna be a blast. It really is. It really is. I'm I'm super excited to see it. Um, a lot of great wrestling, a lot of great athletes competing um, at all age and, uh, and and gender levels here, uh, and in all styles. So um, make sure you're you're dialed in. Uh, I think it all starts on Flow Friday at some point. So you know, clear your schedules. Be ready to go. Um, other than watching Fat Man, that's like the other thing you got to do because it was super sweet. And uh, rock on. 